What it do? Did you watch that match? Oh, you did. Of course yeah, you watched. Watch. Of course you watched that match. <laughs> I forgot. I watched you... a lot of soccer actually. Yeah, I was gonna touch on that when we got started. If uh, what you think so far? But all right, you com- uh, are you uh, sitting good? You comfortable and all that stuff? I'm comfortable. All right, all right, Papa Bear, hold on. Alright. Alright, we're good to go. Hold on one second. Let me take a sip of co- uh, my tea real quick. Yeah, just, I got a thing of water too. Delicious. <clears throat> Moisten the vocal cords. Yeah, you know. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Alright. Right. You good? Yep. Alright. Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. Uh, hope everyone's having a great weekend. Uh, we're recording this. Saturday the 7th, um, today I am joined by uh, this dude that my mom found as a baby, what is it, almost 30, over 30 years ago at well, this point. We know point. that's not true. <laughs> I just did my ancestry DNA and we know that's not true. Oh, uh, you cr- those things are, that's a scam, that's a Ponzi scheme, that's just taking your money to lie to you and make you feel better <laughs> about yourself. It's probably a way to like save everyone's <laughs> DNA. Yeah. For the cloning, yeah. for the cloning, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I am joined today by my actual brother, uh, returning guest, Kevin Flores. How are you doing today? So far, so good. I mean, I guess it's pretty late in the day. It's probably going to get us, this is probably going to be as good as it's going to get, but pretty good day so far. Yeah, we, uh, I haven't had you on so far this year. I mean, you're usually one of my, um, one of my go-tos early on, but I just, well. I've only, only did the one other time. No, you did. Uh, you've done two. You've done two episodes. I've done two. Yeah, you did. Uh, well, you, well, you were also on. Uh, I remember <sighs> you were on when we the first year when we talked about you getting married. You were on the second right. year to talk about uh, turning thirty, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. And then right, right. you were also on the Christmas episode where you talked where we talked about oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So you've been on a few times. You've been on a few uh, times. I mean, you were one of the first ones. I mean, you actually, uh, people listening don't know this, but like, you're one of the two people i think who's listened to the demo of the pod like it was you were the first person i shared this idea with really like i i sent you the demo well i did it i shared it with justin first but you're the first person outside of justin who yeah, was on yeah, the first it was the one right right yeah. right yeah i remember that yeah it was a good that was a good uh that was it feels like a long time ago but it's actually like two years ago oh shit it's about to it's, uh, hope that thunder didn't get picked up on the mic but all right uh, I, didn't even, I didn't hear i didn't hear anyway um, we have a few topics to talk about. Um, I'm not gonna. Yes, I'm not gonna try and bury the lead here. We have some big topics to talk about. Um, three big topics, really, and we're gonna go from probably most important to least important, but we'll uh, we'll work it out. Uh, but let's start. Right, we'll let's start with free agency. No, no. <laughs> no let's talk about uh, first though. We just got done watching the Russian versus Croatian match. Did you watch the? The England-Sweden uh, matches? No, I didn't watch that one. I saw England won, but I don't know anything that happened. I know England won, but I don't so I have you been who scored. I don't know anything. I don't even know what the final score was. So I know you have a day job just like most of us do. So you, a lot of these matches have been going on in the middle of the day. Have you been able to follow? Or have you been able to watch as much as you can? I've been watching as much as I can. Um, I've been – like so normally I come home for lunch to let our dog out to go to the bathroom, and it's normally on during that time. Yeah. So I'll watch like maybe – 15 minutes and then I have to go back but I've been I was watching that and then normally when I'm at work that like the, the second game 
that, yeah. that starts normally around like noon or so. Yeah, one o'clock. Yeah. One o'clock. Yeah, I normally put that on my phone at, at my desk, and I just kind of listen to it. Yeah, but only halfway paying attention. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Like, uh, luckily, <laughs> luckily, uh, my gig gives me a lot of leash, and I have my own little. I have my own de- my own office, and it's not as glamorous as it sounds. But I have my own office, so I get to close my door, and I've been able to watch most of the matches. You oh, know, damn. doing work. You know, I have a, two screens. I have one. I have it on one screen. I'm doing most of my work on the other screen and stuff like that. So right, it's, right. it's pretty nice hookup. Uh, it's been a great tournament, man. It's been like this Russia Croatia match was very exciting. That was. Yeah, I kept thinking, uh, well, Russia scored first, and I was like, damn, I really want Croatia. And I went with the Croatia scored two goals, and I'm like, okay, good. It's almost, and it's almost over. Yeah. But, and uh, Russia scored that final goal. Uh, yeah, but ultimately, Russia can eat a dick because they lost, and I don't have anything against the country, really. I just hate Vladimir Putin. I think he's like a James Bond-level supervillain, and I want him to lose everything. So, you know. Uh, yeah. So now we're down to um, Belgium plays France and England plays Croatia. Uh, you... I got no clue about any of that. <laughs> well, I've been following it, and uh, uh, my I picked Belgium to win it all, and my final is Belgium Croatia. So I'm still alive here. Damn, that's pretty good. But yeah, France and uh, I, I picked Uruguay to beat France, which was a upset for me. Uh, in England, I, I had Sweden winning. Uh, England and France, man, they, either one of them could fuck around and win it all. I don't think Croatia's going to win it after what we watched today. So, you know, France could easily beat Belgium. I'm rooting for Belgium. Go Red Devils. Uh, well, I don't, know, I don't know that much about soccer and all that kind of stuff, but it seemed like for most of the game, Croatia was on the offensive. Yeah. They had the ball in their – I don't listen, I don't, I don't know about soccer. I'm going to just say what I – they had the ball in their zone attacking – attacking offensively yeah. seemed like most of the game so I don't know yeah we'll see I don't know it's just that like anyone watching the Croatia-Russia match uh, a lot of the Croatian players like were like dropping from exhaustion and stuff like that because yeah, it did go right, to extra time right. so and I think the next match is on Tuesday so they only really have I think they play Wednesday and I think France and Belgium play two I, correct me if I'm wrong but uh, so they have only like three days, and I'm like, I mean, that I hope. Seem like enough time. No, man, it, it, what they had to go through today, I, mm, who knows? But, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these four teams, you know, won because I've watched all four of them play. They're really fucking good. Like they're all. France is really good. England. I kind of want England to lose because, <laughs> like. English fans are, like, the most obnoxious fans. They, like, have this whole, like, it's coming home, and they're just in the yeah, semifinals. Yeah, I've been seeing that. I don't even know what that means. It, well, basically, it means that since technically the English did, in like, invent soccer, like, association oh, I, football. I didn't even know that. So they, it's, and I think it's, like, it's been, like, 50 years since they won their last one or some bullshit like that. So it's been a while. So... They want it to come back to them and stuff like that. Um, but all they're just getting so confident and so cocky. Watching watching a nation full of English fans lose and like be dis, dis like depressed would be kind of funny to me. Like it would be kind of hilarious. But if they want it all, good for them. Cheers to them. You know. Anyway. Yeah. So we have we have we have a few big things like I like I teased up at the top. Um, 
the big, 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 I'm trying not to oversell this. Life-changing. Life-changing. Uh, we're going to talk about um, free agency. Can I mention? No, Can we're going to talk about NBA free agency after this, and then the, the main impetus... Uh, can I, can I uh, share? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we're getting there, okay. we're getting there. The main impetus was the fact that The Dark Knight, uh, its 10-year anniversary is next week, um, the 18th, and we wanted, we're both big fans of that, so we were going to talk about this. We were going to talk about that, but recent developments have kind of like made this a compound episode because there was a very big life uh, life changing event. So please, Kevin, Elizabeth Flores, go right ahead and tell uh, tell my audience, tell our audience what the big well, news is. Well, it's funny that it's funny that you you call me that because that's the big event. I am transitioning, <laughs> and my new name will be Elizabeth. <laughs> Dog, I had caught I had tea in my mouth. I could have almost splurted it all over my phone, you bastard. <laughs> Please respect me and my privacy during this. You know what? I'm not surprised. Transition. I always suspected as much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Okay, but seriously, the big news is Gab and I are expecting a baby girl to January 2019. Woo woo! Yay! It's only. It's it's great news, but only it's still slightly somewhat disappointing. Oh boy, here we go. Hot takes coming in. Like I, I'm, no, no, I've, I've uh, I used to say if I had a daughter, then I would uh, throw it in Lake Pontchartrain. <laughs> I've been uh, matured into just finding a um, safe haven. There's a fire station in Chicago. I'm sure there's a much closer one, but there was a fire station in chicago that said safe haven so then i figured oh, i'll just dump a baby girl there that'd be better but come to find out i guess i will just i'll just end up keeping this one he's kidding for ladies and gentlemen please he is totally kidding he was very happy about the news uh no this is how it went down so gab took so gab took the gender blood test the early gender blood test yeah and she's like do you want me to tell you or do you want me to wait or whatever? I said, no, I need to know as soon as, as soon as you find out, let me know. Yeah. So we're chatting on Gmail and she's, she says, okay, I got, I got the results. Are you ready? And she okay. told me, and she said, it's a girl. And this was my reaction. I went, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. And then that was it. And then I was over. Yeah. It wasn't that big of a deal after that. Yeah. Then I just started thinking about all the kind of things like how do I relate to a little girl or a, a little girl, an older girl, a woman, like, you know, what are, type, what are things that I would, that you can do with a baby girl? I have no clue. Yeah. Not a clue. I don't know how to brush hair. <laughs> I don't know how to pick out a dress. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to do any of that Well, if I may, uh, I had to laugh when you told me because I have been... Uh, praying to a god I don't believe in that you would have a girl because I, I like to believe that karma exists. Which is kind of messed up. <laughs> it's only messed up because there's nothing wrong with having a daughter. It's the fact that you, I knew you would be like, oh, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. And the other thing is, like, we had, we talked about it and stuff like that. There's, I mean, luckily you have a great girl, you're married to a great girl. We have a wonderful mother. There are you have you're surrounded by brilliant, smart, intelligent females 
around you that will be more than happy to be like, here's how this works, here's what you should do yeah. and stuff. You know, offer you pointers and stuff like that, give you information and knowledge and shit like that. But like, it's great, man. We're the fucking you're you're fucking having a kid, man. We're gonna like the next yeah. generation going on here, baby Flores, yeah. man. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm I'm most excited about buying all this shit. You know, I like to spend money and go shopping and stuff. So that's the, like the most exciting part. Like, oh, good, we get to buy a crib, or oh, good, we get to buy a dresser, and we get to buy a chair. And, like, that's what I'm excited for. I've already been on Nike's website. They sell like little Nike baby onesies. I'm excited about that. Dad's like, we're not spending that kind of money on on a on a baby. I said, well, just let me buy like one out one Nike outfit. And she said, okay, shit, let me do that. So I, I hope. Speaking of which, I hope you know. Well, mom's already said she's the, she's gonna make the baby a Saints fan, so that's already a given. But I will be trying to make her a Bulls fan. I'm just letting you know right now. So yeah, I'm, I don't really care that much about like basketball fandom. Oh, we're getting to that. I don't uh, really care that much about football fandom. Well, okay. <laughs> as long as she likes LSU, then that's pretty. You know, that'll be all I really care about. Yeah. Um, and even then, I don't know. I never, see, I never even thought of that like aspect of it. I never even. I was just thinking like, you know, I want to watch The Lion King, but she's probably gonna want to watch The Little Mermaid. She's and, gonna like, want to watch like, both. Uh, she's gonna want to watch both. That's yeah, yeah, that, we. Maybe. Well, you know what? Um, if you get shit for this, you don't deserve shit for this because I'm telling you. I've met. I don't know if this makes it right or what you're saying is like acceptable, but I have plenty of guy friends that feel the exact same way about the the possibility of having a daughter. Like it's like yeah, it's just like what do you relate to and how do you relate and you know what are you gonna have in common? You know all those kind of things. See, if I was you right now, I'd be sweating college, college tuition in eighteen years. I didn't even think yeah i know but that's just me i worry about shit that's like on step 10 when i haven't even made it to step one so uh but man i'm so like i mean you told me about this guy like a month or so ago i think i can't remember and you were told me you swore me to secrecy uh and you know i was very happy man like i don't know how to react i didn't know how to react because i'm like man that's awesome I'm gonna be 500 miles away from her, but you know, we're uh, I'll be there yeah, for the holidays. Been for, uh, uh, Ben and Morgan's kid's birthday, so I assume you. Would yeah, 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 time. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it just will mean it. It probably if depending on when the baby's born. Yeah, I think y'all heard it was gonna be early January, right? Yeah, like January third. Yeah. Well, depending so on the when the baby is born, what will probably happen is I will now take an extended period for christmas while i'm in town to spend time and possibly stay for her birthday or whatever but you know but anyway that's yeah. that's 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 a bridge we can cross later but anyway yeah man it's awesome and yeah, it's pretty exciting i can't imagine you being responsible for the life of a hu- another human know, being but like but luckily gab's there so yeah she's she's responsible i mean i've never seen her I mean, I've probably seen Gabby drunk once in my life, but, you know, she was an all right drunk, so, you know. <laughs> and I've seen you. No, Gab doesn't even really like to drink. Yeah, I don't think, you know, I, I, you know, this, uh, I think the, yeah, this comes out on the 11th. The 10th is five months for me, man. Like, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, you don't really drink anymore either, so we're really not, 
kind of dying out on the partying, so eh, I guess that's what growing up is. We went to the French Quarter, I think, um, dang, I can't remember, I think it was from a birthday, or a friend of mine's birthday, sorry, and uh, I can't remember what it was, but we had to call mom to come get us. I was like 30 years old, I had to call mom to come get us because I was so drunk. I mean, after that, I was just like, man, I got to chill out and start being more responsible. For real. But, uh, man, it's great, though. It's, I mean, it's, it, it, it doesn't, I don't, I mean, just for me, from my perspective, it doesn't feel real yet, but. No, it doesn't really feel that real. It doesn't really feel real either, because we haven't really done anything. Like. Yeah. There's nothing that we're actually doing right now that it, is in relation to that. You know, you just get everything ready, like, go shopping, like, a week before for everything. You, you should be all right, right? <laughs> Well, we're gonna have we have to have baby showers and people can buy the more expensive shit and then we can just figure out what uh Oh god. what what there's what's left. You 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 think you're gonna spoil this kid? Mom Mom yeah, is gonna Mom lo- talks about it all the time. Mom is gonna go crazy for this kind of stuff. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, Hey, that's cool. I'm not getting you a <laughs> gift. I mean, but yeah, that's cool. Uh <laughs> I might get her like some bull stuff or like some same like stuff. Thirty-five Kermit the Frog toy. And you know what? Amy fucking loved that toy. All right, motherfucker. I don't, right, it just was a little pricey. That's all. Dog, I'm telling you, Muppets aren't hot in the streets anymore, man. Like it, I, I went to Probably all because the because nobody can afford it. Yeah, and it was kind of ironic because, like, I was decided to go look for this doll like a week after Toys R Us had announced that it was closing so I'm like man this would be a really good time for some Toys R Us but uh but yeah man um I, I don't want to I don't want to ask like, I mean obviously it's still early in the game but like so dad huh that's uh yeah well what do you mean I don't know I just like Look, man. All I'm saying is, like, if a I, you're in a, obviously in a very different situation for me, but the idea of a child like is terrifying. Like, I would be waking up in cold sweats every night. Like, that's just me, man. Uh, I'm not. Th- I don't know. I'm not worried. I'm not that worried about. But you always wanted a family, though. Yeah, but even well, it's still. I mean, I don't worry about like keeping a child alive. I just kind of think about like all the bad shit that can happen. This is true. Like, especially with a girl. Like, that's the kind of shit that I'm like, oh. Well, hopefully, with recent uh, cultural events. Yeah, so maybe by the time my daughter's 16, she won't have to worry about... I know. thought about that last night, man. Like, la- you know I go out by myself, basically, when I go out downtown, yeah. right? And, you know what? I was like, I still wouldn't... I, I, I Like, I can do that as a guy. Yeah. But... If a girl, like if a girl that I knew was like, "Oh, I'm going downtown all by myself," that yeah, I'm, I think about that from time to time. If you ever see like a girl walking by herself, I'm just like, "What the fuck is she thinking?" So the club I usually go to in dance, right, on Friday nights. So it was there last night, and I saw this this cute girl, like really cute girl, dancing with her friends, right? And this tall dude, like, he would not leave her alone, man. And I'm like. She seemed like the... First off, I didn't want to get involved because I was like, man, you're not, like, Prince, like, Valiant here. This is That isn't your problem. She's a grown-ass woman. She could probably handle herself, right? And she's with her friends, so it's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. But I was like, dude, catch a hint, man. Like, he would not yeah. leave her alone. And I'm like, 
I just, I was like, dude, guys, we have still so much fucking, oh my god, we have so much more far to go. It's like, so yeah, that's the shit that I worry about. Yeah, I mean that's a viable. Those are realistic worries. Like I just, but you know, again, progress is being made. I guess I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this all shakes out. Like whenever it's over, I don't even know if it's ever be over, but. Fuck, it just seems no, like... it's definitely getting better. It's yeah. People, guys, I feel like men especially are becoming more aware of, like, the struggle that a female has to go through. Yeah, man, it's... Just like, just like everyday life, normal, everyday shit. Yeah, dude. It's so... It's so fucked. But the, yeah, ha- fucked. the, the happy thing is you're having, a, you're having a baby, and that's awesome yeah. because your family's growing... You know, you got the next generation going on, and maybe I'll have a boy the next time. Maybe you won't. Who knows? But uh, you know what? I'm excited. I, I'm sure yeah. everybody's excited. I don't think anyone's come yeah, out and been like. Everybody's excited. I don't think anyone's come out and been like, "Man, fuck that dude." But like, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's it's an it's a ter- I guess it's a turning point. I guess it's called like it's like oh, this is a new chapter in pretty much all of our lives. So yeah, yeah. Speaking, hard transition. Speaking of new chapter in people's lives, uh, let's talk about NBA free agency. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I try. Uh, I do this for a living. Uh, not really. I don't get paid. I actually lose money on these. But uh, <laughs> so you are, as we previously established, a Kobe fan, and by that extension. Yeah. You were kind of a Lakers fan. I was a, I was very much a, a big Laker fan. Okay, so back in the day, back in the day, and I have not, I have not met more reasonable and rational LeBron haters in my life, more so than you. Like you, you really don't want this man to prosper, uh, even though you kind of let it go. Not true. Well, you always seem to celebrate his losses. I just thought the criticism of him was there. He yeah. choked. He normally choked. He loses. He loses a lot. That's not to say that getting to the finals and losing is is that's way better than not getting to the finals at all. But he he was choking. He did quit on Cleveland. He did in the in the first finals with Miami. He did choke and get, and gave up then too. But he's a, he's the uh, I don't know if we've if I've said this if we talked about this, but as of right now, he's the best basketball player that's ever lived. I don't know how much more I can say. Okay, so. For anyone I, who, I conceded a long time ago he was better than Kobe Bryant. Oh, I think everybody in their right mind has conceded that. But so the, if anyone who's not who's been living under a rock, uh, LeBron James, best basketball player in the world, best basketball player uh, ever, in my opinion, in your opinion, it seems as well. Uh-huh. Uh, recently signed with the Los Angeles Lakers, and that is like for the non-sports initiated. What would that be like? I guess like. I, I don't even know. That would be like. I don't even know what the That would be like. Would be. I guess. Aaron Rodgers joining the Cowboys would that would that be fair? I get well. That's another sp- sports metaphor. So I don't really know if that works. Um, I don't know. It's it's just like. Wait a minute. Can I just ask a question? Did you just basically say Aaron Rodgers was the greatest quarterback that ever lived? Uh no. I would say uh, no. I did not say that. I see what you tried to do there, motherfucker. No, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. 
You were trying I, to find a parallel of the greatest basketball player joining a, a marquee franchise. No, no, no. The, the greatest, best basketball. I was saying the best basketball player in the game right now. And we don't even know if if Aaron Rodgers is the best anymore. You know, he's been injured a few times. You know, Drew Brees hasn't been injured in a while. Knock on wood. But anyway, the point is, it's huge because this is the star of the sport. One of the biggest athletes in the world joining the biggest basketball team in the world. Like, it's not even close. Like, it's... It's the Lakers and everybody else. So yeah, and it was. It was I was. Re- I don't know about you, but I was. I mean, it had been rumored all along, yeah. going back to last year. It had been rumored LeBron's going to the Lakers. LeBron's going to the Lakers. His son, he's got two houses there. His son is um, looking at schools, looking at schools yeah. there, and it's like and all this stuff. And you're like, okay, yeah, we'll probably go to the Lakers. But then when it actually happened, yeah. it was like, wow. Yes. Wow, he's going to the Lakers. Let me ask you something. Do you think LeBron had his mind made up regardless of Magic Johnson being there? I don't think if Magic had been there, he would go there. Hmm. You, so, I'm not saying if Jim Buss was still there. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if it had been like Mitch Kupchak and somebody. And Buss. Yeah, GD Buss. Not just Magic, but any reasonable, you know, like pre- president of basketball. If there was like a. Uh, a general manager or president of operations that yeah. knew what they were doing, not a complete yeah fool like Jimbo. I think he might. It would depend on it. Depend on who you who you who it would be, obviously. But yeah. I think I, I think I think Magic definitely helped. But I think if they had a competent or more than competent GM and all that, there he probably would still go there with yeah. the tent with the team that they have. I think he probably would still went there. But I think Magic definitely helps. Yeah. Oh well, Magic Johnson is a is a is the fucking man so he do, whatever he does helps like I, I I I think I've told you this and I've said it on the pod like Magic Johnson is my favorite player not only because of his basketball skills but also because I think he is one of the like most inspirational human beings ever like I think I think Magic could probably convince me I could do anything ever in life like ever like I think he's just that great of a guy so uh, but so what do you think? What do you think? Do you think they're going to be able to compete this next season? Do you? I mean, no, you, nobody's going to be able to compete with the Warriors. Well, and I say compete, I mean, like get to the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors and lose. Do you think they could um, beat like a? I I don't think. Well, I'd like to see what else they're going to do. I'd like to see what other player they're going to get. Are they going to get a Damian Lillard? Are they going to bite the bullet and get Kawhi? No. I think if they get like a Damian Lillard type player, let's just say, yeah. I think they, they they can. It depend it would depend on who they would have to give up, but, but uh, let's say they have to give up Brandon Ingram or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they could. I think right now, even still, like playing the Rockets with the team they have today, playing the Rockets, I think. I think they would give the Rockets a run for their money. I would, I think they're probably the third or fourth best team in the Western Conference right now. Yeah. Obviously behind behind Golden State and the Rockets, but I think if it came down to a seven game series with LeBron James against. James Harden, I, my money would be on LeBron James to come out of that series on top. And, like, the the Rockets also lost. Like, Trevor Reza is one of those guys that, like, I mean, he's not a star on the team. Yeah, he's not a star, but he's definitely a, a key figure that they yeah. would not have been in the position they were in without no, him. No, they wouldn't have been in a Game 7 without him, especially with Chris Ball going down. Yeah. But... Okay, so you're for do you do you think it was a good move for LeBron? Do you think he should have? I mean, 
his options were kind of so, limited. The first time, this year was the very first time I've ever felt bad for LeBron. Oh, wow. And it was after game one and the J.R. Smith. Oh, God, yeah. Running out the clock. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He wasn't like, thinking. After that, I was like, oh, man, I really feel bad for this guy because he's doing everything he can to win a basketball game when the, the deck is already stacked, stacked against him against Golden State. Yeah. He's doing everything he can. He scored 50 points. And all it takes, there's nothing more he can possibly do. And all it takes is an idiot player to cost it for him. And I think that's what I was like. And if they, man, this guy, he's, it's, just, it's just bad for him here. So and if they win... Go. They win that game one of the finals. That They're not going to win the series. But they weren't going to change. The, no, they would not have won the series. But that would have made the. I mean, they got swept. Like it's like, do they go to a game five or a game six? It's like yeah, exactly. You 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 shifted that one play shifted the entire finals to basically being a wash. Like it's like that was the moment, and it's. I felt horrible for him too as well. So you were saying, yeah, I was like, oh man, what does this guy have to do? I mean, yeah. there's only so much he can do, and then if you have bad players on your team or stupid players on your team, yeah, what can you do? But some people would blame him for that because mm-hmm. he's the one that approves all the moves and says this is who he wants and yada yada yada. Yep. Uh, so, do you think he should have? There were rumors, like obviously, like you know, the Seventy uh, Sixers were the other big one. Uh, staying in Cleveland was a big op- Was the other big option? I figured after Game One, he wasn't going to stay in Cleveland. Do you think he should have? You know, the Sixers, the Rockets. You know, um, Sixers. Uh, the thing is, as crazy as it sounds, there wasn't really a team that would have yeah been good for LeBron because not that Ben Simmons is LeBron James, but they played the similar. St- same kind of game. Yeah. Dominate the ball, dish. He can't shoot as well as LeBron, obviously, but yeah. they, they kind of ball control, you know, control the, the, the flow of the game by uh, holding on to the ball a lot. Um, so I didn't think that that would really work there. Um, then I thought, well, Houston, I didn't think he would probably go there. I don't know if Houston had the money to even. Yeah, take they would have had to make some moves or some shit. Um, and so, it seemed like either the Lakers or the, maybe the Celtics, but then again, Kyrie well, probably wasn't going to ha- allow him to go to the Celtics. So, yeah. it seemed like the Lakers probably were the only fit for him yeah. or stay in Cleveland. So, I mean, if you had to pick one or the other, I would definitely go to Los Angeles. They have a lot of young talent. Well, that, uh, that, that is a great point because I want to transition into Paul George. What are you doing? Like... I have no. I had this conversation. I had this. He he decided to do that was because after he shattered his leg, his mindset changed, and he was he he didn't want to. He was more more looking for security and stuff like that. I don't know. And then I think the other main thing with Paul George is in Oklahoma City when it's a closing game, he only scores five points. Nobody says anything. Yeah. Right. Nobody killed him for that. Well, but if he goes to Los Angeles and he scores five points in the elimination game, he's going to get killed for that. And all LeBron's teammates, always, you know, yeah. LeBron's the best, LeBron's the best, but that pressure that comes with being his teammate is there. And I don't know if Paul George necessarily wanted that limelight. Well, I was talking to Will. I, I, I called Will, and I talked to him about it. I was like, look, man, I don't know how much. I, I just, I'm like, yes, OKC can give you more money. But 
maybe you can make that up in a, in like um, endorsements. endorsements and stuff like that in LA, and then you get to live in LA. Like, I'm sorry, OKC. Well, he lives and he can live in LA during the summer anyway. I, but dude, there's a big difference between. I just wouldn't want to play with Westbrook. No, like, that's a, my main thing. Like, I wouldn't want to play with that guy. I, I, I just like for however many months out of the year, how many ever many days out of the year. Let's say he spends like a third of a third of his year, maybe even less, a quarter of his year in OKC. Let's just say that. Uh-huh. Give me that quarter of the year going home to a nice pad on, you know, in Malibu or something like that where there's like a ocean view or go back to a place in Oklahoma City. And I'm sure Oklahoma City I've has I've never been to Oklahoma City. It might be nice. I have no idea. I I can't like look, I got no no disrespect. I'm sure OKC, you got lovely people. You're you're probably voted for Trump, but you know what? That's so did like 60 million <laughs> so did 60 million other people in this country. So, you know, God bless you, but I'm like, dude, it's L.A. Like, why would, like, why would you ever, like, maybe it's just a fundamental difference of a different between me and Paul George, but I'm just like, if my options were OKC or L.A. I, would, I wouldn't want to play with Westbrook. That's the only mm, thing. That like, too. I would not want to play with that guy. And there were big rumors that he, like, he he didn't want to let Russ down, and I'm like, is Russ paying well, his bills? Guess I don't... What? Russ is Russ is gonna let you down when he leaves. So yeah, it's <sighs> you know I was just I like I really wanted Paul George and LeBron. I want LeBron to get some help in L.A. So at least we have like three potential, like two other potential teams other than Golden State. They can make him sweat. Like I'm like. Can we just, like, that's why I want Kawhi to go to L.A. That's why I wanted Paul George to go to L.A. I was like, can we just have another team that can kind of maybe compete with Golden State? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. But then they got DeMarcus Cousins. And maybe, and that, that all rides on if Boogie comes back healthy. Like, it's like, may, then that then they're, they they should just cancel the season. It's already over. But, like. They probably don't even need Boogie anyway. They don't need yeah, Boogie. Yeah, once they did that, I was, I thought it was hilarious that they got Boogie. That's. I thought it was so funny because people hate the Warriors, and I get it. But watching the NBA season next year is pointless. You already know the outcome. But I like watching the Warriors play. Yeah. I like watching how they play basketball. Yeah. So it's fun for me to watch them, but it's also kind of bullshit because the season's already decided. Yeah. And then nobody wanted to sign Boogie, and he's like, you know what, I'll just take this – this veteran minimum or whatever that he could take yeah, he's and like, go play with Golden State. I was like, oh, that is so funny. Gets to live in the Bay, one of like the best place to live in this country as it, yeah, as it I stands. Yeah, are they opening up their stadium next year? Yeah, they're, I think they're opening up in um, San Fran and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. that's... that's they gentrified, they gentrified <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, for real. They, uh... <laughs> <laughs> this tech, the tech company. Melbourne, bitch. <laughs> I know. I think about that every time. Like I'm like, that was it. Like that Dave Chappelle special was like, was like <laughs> what, like like 15 years ago, and it's completely yeah, irrelevant now. Like it's not even a plot <laughs> applicable anymore. It's, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, anyway. So, do you think they uh? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen to Kawhi? You think he's going to sit out, or you think he's going to play for a little bit? Or they think they're going to last minute trade him? Uh, I think if he was, uh, I don't think he can. I don't think he can sit out because if you 
pretty much quit on your team this past year, by the way. Well, which, which again, he's not getting he's not getting killed enough for, in my opinion. Well, the doctors cleared him. The doctors cleared him because he doesn't want to play there. He's dragging this injury out. Okay. Well, John, his injury cannot possibly be a year long injury. It's a thigh bruise, right? I mean, what is it? I don't even. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know exactly. It's not. It's not an Achilles like Buggy. It's not a, a, a an ACL or something. Yeah. So if he sits out a whole another year, I think teams are going to be kind of turned off on the fact that you kind of quit because you didn't get what you wanted. Well, I mean, he should go out there, show that he's healthy. Because if he would have just played and showed that he was healthy, I guarantee you the Lakers probably would have would already trade have traded for him. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to like something awkward's going to happen this next season, and maybe they trade him mid season or something. I don't know, but like I don't think he's going to be. He's going to be a Laker anytime soon. Like, I think at the latest he'll be next summer when his contract well, is off. I mean, Sacramento. San Antonio is asking for everything. The, the whole roster, basically. Yeah. It's like. And draft well, picks. Well, y'all are. I mean, I get what you're doing. I mean, I get you want to get something for your best player, but the, then the Lakers are going to say no, and then he's going to be a free agent. And. It's not going to be a Paul George situation. He's not going to re-sign him back with San Antonio. That's not happening. And now Tony Parker's gone. It's like, what the fuck is happening yeah, to the Spurs, crazy. man? <laughs> that was kind of crazy. Yeah, Pop's probably he should he, he'll probably retire soon, and Becky Hammond will probably take over or some shit like that. But like, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's a wild for fuck free agency has been more exciting than the fucking season oh. was. I love it. I love free agency. I love the draft. I love all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, now, we're going to talk about the main thing we wanted to talk about originally. Because, like, I mean, we talked about this a while ago or some shit like that. And we wanted to do an Wait, episode before of we go on to the Dark Knight, can I ask some questions about soccer? Yes. Well, it's more than a few. Why do the fans jump and dance and scream the entire game? Uh, the na- entire game, dude. National pride? I don't know. Fuck, I don't. Uh, I, I guess it's like you feed off the energy. I mean, maybe they're you know drunk. Maybe they're on something. I don't know, man. They like dude, they jump and dance and yell the entire. It only game. it does only happen like every four years. So it's a it's reason. Insane. To, yeah, it's insane. And I I really do like watching it for yeah. you know as much as I can possibly understand it. Yeah. I really do like watching it, but it's a stupid fucking sport. Oh, whoa. whoa. It is stupid. Let me tell you what's stupid. <laughs> oh God, here we they go. They do all this dribbling to get around guys. Then they pass it to the middle of the, in front of the goalie with like three defenders around and hope to get a shot. It's like, dude, why didn't you just shoot that yourself? Why are you trying to pass it into, into traffic and hoping that this guy cut it? It's. Well, I look, don't understand the offensive strategy. Look, okay. I don't get why when there's like a rolling ball to the goalie, let's just say, not a shot, just like a ball. Or, or, let's say it is a shot. Clearly far away. He catches it, but then falls down. Just to be like, sure. I don't get why he covers up the ball. Like, dude, just catch it. Look, okay. I'll tell. I'll answer both questions. What you're seeing, I, I imagine you're watching on a normal television screen, like I am. You know. And, you know, the way the perspective looks, it may look crowded in that that little cluster of where you talk about in front of the keeper, right? But what they're actually seeing is there is, like, 
space in between. So what you do is you try and dish it into the guy in the never middle. It works. It doesn't it always work, works. but it can work. It's like it, you, you, and hopefully maybe you get a handball, or hopefully maybe somebody catches a foul in the penalty box, or maybe one of the other players knocks it out, and that's a corner kick. It's like there are reasons you do that. There's a high probability it's, that something good might happen. I just feel like they have a much higher percentage of the shot that they have with one guy's opening, and you can maybe you, maybe you can shake him and get a shot. It seems like they have a better shot further back that they don't take because they'd rather pass it to a guy that's kind of cutting towards. And But there's also, like, three guys in the way. And it's like, yeah, dude, your window there is very small. What are you? What are you well, in close it. proximity, you have a better chance of keep getting the keeper off guard or, like, somebody knocking it in inadvertently or even intentionally. And if you kick it from far away, there's a lot of traffic. The ball can travel through a lot of air. And in, in the, the longer the goal, the keeper can see it from a distance, the probable more chance that he has of stopping it or kicking it out or punching it out or something like that dude it, it's it's like but, i don't get it. but also what I you said admit, i know i don't get it and i know soccer real soccer fans are crazy and they're like oh, dude, you, just don't get it. Oh, you don't watch and no i don't watch but i've been watching this past couple weeks and it, it's really it's really kind of stupid they yell at that ref they talk to that ref any kind of way they want what are you to. the ref's mother jesus christ i'm just saying dude like they get in that ref's fucking face like yeah, like there's no there's no technical fouls, you know. So no. like, but but so they, like they your question. Say whatever the fuck they want, and then when they're lined up to like a free kick or whatever, right? And the, the ref is like, <laughs> no, you have to stand here, and they 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 act like they've never fucking lined up before. Yeah, there's a lot of gamesmanship like that. There's a lot of gamesmanship like that. Gamesmanship like that. As far as, especially when they get hurt or like get hurt, hurt question like well, I, I didn't want to bring I didn't want to bring up the flopping because. Everybody knows it's insane, but I read that a lot of the time they do that yeah. is to give everybody else a break. Yeah, yeah, it's gamesmanship. It's like how do we bend like the rules? Everybody catch up, catch their breath, and and it, I, and it is. Then, it's, but then if you're on the ground, like oh my god, I just been snipered, but the ref doesn't call a foul. Now you're still on the ground while the rest of your team is still playing. Get your ass up. But there's a chance that you might catch it. You might get. It might stall the game a little bit. And uh, it's listen. I do enjoy. I'm not. I'm not. I really do enjoy watching. It's short. It doesn't take that long. Yeah, two hours maybe. Oh, but we don't stop the clock. Why? You add stoppage time at the end. Why not just stop the clock? Well, it's so stupid. I actually think it's. I actually think that it's. I, I've been converted. I think it's. I think it may, it makes sense to me. Like I get it. I'm like there are some things, especially the flopping, that is probably my biggest issue with it. As far as like, okay, guys, come on. Like we all know what you're doing. Come on now. But I, I take that little bad with the overall good. Like I see the beauty in the game. Like I see. I I I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be an expert. But I do see it. Like, I do see, like, the Matrix code every now and then where I'm like, oh, I see what they're trying to do here and stuff like that. And to answer your question about the goalie, I, I really think that that has to do with the the own goal. Like, you always want to make sure that whenever you get the ball as a keeper, you have complete control of that ball because so many bonehead plays have been made where a keeper didn't take the ball seriously or possession of the ball seriously. And that tripped and fell and made an own goal or something like that. So you always want to have it on lockdown and stuff like that. So, but I, I I see it, man. I I see the gamesmanship, and I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing, and I, I see the strategy somewhat. Especially after talking with Ben. Ben 
Ben is a really big soccer guy, so he's kind of like helped me like help me understand the game a lot better uh, and watching it more frequently and stuff like that. And I see, I love it, man. I totally like. I'm so excited about Tuesday and Wednesday. Like, it's such a great sport to me. Like, I see why people, why like everybody but America fucking loves this sport. Like, I totally, I totally get it. I totally, I don't. I'm not a diehard for it, but like, I. I was amped. Like, I got up early this morning because, well, I always get up early because I can't sleep in anymore. But I I was up, and I was planning my day. I planned my day around these two matches today, and they were fucking good matches. So Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's some there's some real dumb shit about it. Well, if you think about it, it's dumb shit with basketball and football, too. So, like, like, like when is the NFL going to finally figure out what a catch is? Like, it's like, when yeah. are they going to finally figure out what pass interference is? It's like... When are they gonna fucking figure out all this bullshit? Like it's 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 every sport has stupidity. Like I love basketball. Basketball is probably my favorite sport now. I love football, yeah, but if it wasn't for the Saints, I probably wouldn't give a fuck about the NFL, and I would probably just watch college. Uh, but yeah. but uh, basketball has stupidity in it as well. Like it's you know, but also. I, I love it, man. I I, I, I I just take it for what it is, man. That's basically that's basically how I live with it. I was like, I take soccer for what it is. Anyway. Yeah, I, no, and, I, and I, I, that's true. I mean, I, I watch it knowing that there's going to be this dumb shit that happens. Yeah. I just, it, sometimes I'm just like, why did you try to do that when you had a much easier shot? But anyway, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. I do like watching it. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, all right, now that we can get on to, like, the big topic today. Um, I did mention off the top, uh, The Dark Knight, uh, came out July 18th, 2008. It's been next week, not, I'm sorry, not this coming week, but the week after, will be 10 years. And holy shit. (laughs) I'm like, I watched it again last night. I never did watch it again. (laughs) It's all good. I I took notes, so you'll, you'll, I'll I'll be able to mention some things and it'll come right back to you, because I think both of us have probably seen it a combined, like, 200 times. I've seen it a bunch of, yeah, I've seen it a bunch. So, it wasn't, like, a sleeper hit, either. Like, it was, I think the world knew, like, when it first came out, holy shit, this is the best superhero movie, comic book movie, ever. Like, it is, and it's not even, yeah. and it's just a good movie. If you were to take out Batman and the Joker, take out all the yeah, comic books. Like, yeah, it was like, you know, antagonist and protagonist A and B. It yeah. Would be, it would be fantastic. Yeah, it was, it's fucking excellent. I watched it again last night, and my first question to you was, uh, obviously you feel like it holds up, right? You feel it holds up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so didn't, me, you, and Ben Wayne saw that, didn't we, at midnight? Uh, did we? I don't know. You definitely went and saw it at midnight opening night. I think so. I think it might have been the three of us. That was so long ago, man. I think I was in. I. It couldn't have been Ben because I wasn't friends with Ben until 2010. So, 2008. So was it just you and I? It might have been. I mean, it might have been with the, whoever you were dating at the time as well. I don't. I don't really remember. No, I don't think so. I think. I think it was. I don't remember. I thought it was you. And, you. No, no, you know, no. Me and Ben went and saw something at midnight once. Uh, it might have been Inception because Inception came out two years later, and me and Ben were friends by then. But I don't know. But uh, so it holds up. And let me ask you this. Well, first off, 
you and I are really big fans of the uh, Ringer's Rewatchables pod, so I kind of am going to mold some of these questions after that. Yeah, anyone, right, yeah. anyone who's a fan of that will know what I'm talking about, and if you haven't listened to that pod, I highly recommend it. Especially did if you, you like movies. To all of them? Not all of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, did you watch? Did you you listen to the Jones one though? Huh? Oh, absolutely. Well, I haven't listened to yeah. it yet. I haven't listened to it yet. I, I'm gonna listen okay. to it. Out. I really avoid listening to pods on the weekends. Like, I usually save it for work because I'm oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did too. So, let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Could you ever imagine a time where that movie will feel dated? The Dark Knight will feel like, oh, this is this is kind of stale now. What do you think? Um. Not really. I'm trying to think like the the tech the, the, the technology, the, like the CGI and all the special yeah. effects of it seem pretty cool. But you know what I do notice? Um, one thing was like I think I wanted to watch like behind the scenes. You know when um, Batman's riding his motorcycle and he goes like under the truck and he flips the truck over. Yeah. And well, they you know they put that hydraulic yeah. on the truck to when and now every time I watch the movie and you see the smoke coming out of the truck when it flips over I'm yeah. like oh that's, that's well I think I think what you were saying about the special effects still holding up is because a lot of it is practical there's hardly any CGI like Chris Nolan's really big on practical in-camera effects so I think yeah. that helps the fact that it doesn't feel I mean look at the we both watched Justice League like that Dude, was that's just, coming on HBO tonight and I'm like oh that movie is so bad yeah it's a fucking ugh it's bad. Well, well, and I t- remember, I remember renting it and telling you, I rented Justice League, whatever. And you're like, "Good luck with all that." Yeah. And I, and I, t- I think I watched it. I texted you. I was like, "I think that was worse than the than the Batman versus Superman." Batman versus Superman. It probably. I don't know. We'll, we'll get on to that. That's one of the topics okay. I want to I want to touch on. But um, you know what I did notice? The only thing that I watched, like, again, you know, I rewatched it last night. The only thing that was that stood out to me was the lack of smartphones. Like, there were cell phones, obviously, in the movie, but you don't see any iPhones. That was, like, the only thing. And I guess the... Uh, yeah, well, so, like, I guess, like, the, this, this is, like, the nitpicks. Yeah, like, the, the things, nitpicks. like, I did notice, like, um, there. but there's some other nitpicks I want to get to, but as far as whether it holds up or whether it's dated yet, but uh, the, besides the lack of, like, smartphones and any mention of social media... It it could take place today, like it feels yeah. just as relevant as as ever. So, so I wanted to say before that there's a scene. So in the very beginning, right? Yeah. They're they're the the gods with the with the masks are like breaking into the bank. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then it ends to the Joker standing on that street corner. Yeah. And that's when I remember when we went and saw it. I remember going, okay, this is this is just I don't know what it was. It was just. Pennington's got that mask in his hand. Yeah. Going, okay, this is going to be special. This this is a different feel. Yeah. And, and as much as Batman Begins was was more realistic and really good, this was like it was like a different feel of a comic book. Movie. Yeah. And this, I, I'm I don't know if you ever did get around to seeing it, but anyone who's seen The Dark Knight should have should see Heat because I tell oh, you, you know what I watched Heat this past week. Did you like it? Well, you like it because of the, the the shootout scene, right? Oh yeah, the bank robbery scene is probably one of the yeah. best gunfights ever caught on film. But do you it see? It reminded me of the town a lot. Oh yes, the town is a big. Yeah, it's kind of like a Boston Heat, like you know, basically. Yeah. But like, uh, but I you didn't s- actually finished the movie, but I saw the the shooting scene and the the the, the, the shootout scene. And but I'm a- he was a big influence on the Dark Knight. Like you see, anyone who's seen the Dark Knight and seen Heat, they're they're 
very, very much related to each other. So, uh, it's it's just it's it's very. What I'm trying to say is, he didn't come at it as far as like most. Obviously, most comic book movies prior to the Dark Knight and Batman Begins, even Batman Begins, kind of fell victim to this. It's very like flashy, very visual, very uh, there to sell toys, right? Like that's what comic book movies really were up until the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight really was like the first movie was like, fuck your toys, fuck all your like flashy. Well, I would disagree. I think it was meant to sell video games. Well, but because then... the whole the whole where um where he can see yeah 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 through the thing, the bat vision like, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like that's like a video game but. But I don't feel Cause like because like, like Morgan Freeman's character is like talking. To yeah, him he's narrating. It. It's like, like that. yeah, yeah. It's like but, oh, like but that's only a portion of the film. Yeah. But I feel like the overall film just like let's just make a fucking movie. Let's just make a fucking movie. Let's not make like something for the kids. Let's not make something for just the pure comic book fans. Let's make so- let's just make a good fucking movie. Like yeah, it, it's it's just good from start to finish. Okay. And that's why I would say. Well, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna ask questions. I, I didn't want to jump ahead. I don't know if you plan on asking, but that's why it's, pro- it's the best comic book movie out there because, and I know you can't, I know you don't possibly think that Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, is the greatest comic book movie. No, I don't. It's actually. If you think like Infinity War or even um, uh, the Captain America Civil War, any of the the better ones that you consider the better ones, they're they're still comic book movies yes very much whereas I, the Dark Knight is like a real movie we're, we're going to touch on this later but I will okay. say the Dark Knight is number one but it has a t- it's tied um, and I'll get to who I think it's tied with and uh, so what do you think is the best scene in the movie and here's a we list we already know we already know the best scene well let's just run it down alright because I don't I, I was re-watching it again last night and I don't know Okay, I'm not as definitive anymore. Okay, so some... I actually did this as a part of a like a project in in, in school. Yeah, in college, it's the it's the interrogation room scene with with Batman. Well, and... let me list some of the best scenes that I think. All right, there's all the right, opening scene. There's the opening bank robbery where he's like, yeah, that one's good. And then it's where Joker meets the crime bosses, where we're really first introduced to him like properly, and he's like, they're all in the kitchen, and he's like, you want to see a magic trick and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's where like the Joker's dead body's brought in and he kills Gamble and he like you know kills him. Yeah. Uh, oh, when the, when the bike scene where he's chasing when he's flipped over the Mack truck and he's like barreling down towards Joker and he's like hit me hit me and stuff like that. Um, the interrogation scene probably the best. Uh, Joker and Two Face in the hospital when they're talking and he's like he shows him the coin where he's like you live you die. Uh, Joker hanging from the building after Batman's defeated him. Or and the last one I really love is Batman and Batman Commissioner Gordon and Two Face at the end, the ending, and basically the ending where he's like the silent protector, a watchful the Dark Knight, the, the Dark Knight. <laughs> title, right? Yeah. Okay, so you think it's the interrogation scene? Yeah. Well, it depends on what, what kind of like scene you're kind of going for. Yeah. I just like the I like the acting and I like Heath Ledger's performance in that scene. Yeah. Where, man, dude, it's it's it's, incre- it's, it's it incredible. It's incredible. Sorry to borrow from the ringer again, but that is probably the most rewatchable scene. But I think Joker hanging at the end, where he's like, where they're kind of talking again. It's like another one-on-one scene where they're talking. 
I think that might be as good. Like, I really think there's some great lines in there. And he has that, that classic laugh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I probably would hand it to the interrogation scene, but that last scene where he's, like, beat him and he's hanging and he's like, he's like, you couldn't just let me die, right? And he's like, I had to pull Harvey down to our level and shit like that. It's, it's... Yeah, that's the other thing. He, he mentions it in the scene with, with Harvey Dent in the hospital where yeah. he doesn't have a plan, and he says the same thing in the interrogation scene, I don't have a plan. I just but do yet things. he does have a plan. Yeah, he's a liar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's, 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 let's hit you with another hard one. What do you think is the best line? And I'll go through a list that I wrote down, all right? Live long enough to become a villain. Well, that's the classic one now, right? Yeah, if you're good at something... That's like with the Joe Paterno thing that yeah. happened. <laughs> if you're good at something, never do it for free. Do it for free, that's a really good one. Uh, some men just want to watch the world burn. Oh, uh, that's another good one. And he's like, and the other one I wrote is, hit me, hit me, right? Uh, and when he's like, I'm not a monster, I'm just ahead of the curve, or madness is like gravity, all it takes is a push. So what do you think? <sighs> I think uh, that if you're good at something, never do it for free. That's a, just a great life. That's just like, like just keep yeah. that in mind in all aspects yeah. of life. <laughs> but especially now, when like I think some people just like to watch the world burn. Yeah, this is also sometimes true. there's evil in the world and there's no reason for it. They yeah. just they just are. Yeah, they're just assholes. Like they just want yeah. to watch the world burn. I I, I, I like this. This is this quote. Yeah, I like. Yeah. It's not, it's, I wouldn't call it the greatest quote, but he, when he's like, uh, they're gonna cast you out. Like a leper. <laughs> I like that part. Uh, you know, I think the one I think about probably the most is live long enough. You either die here or live long enough yeah. to become a villain. I think about that a lot. Like, especially what's been going on, you know, with the Me Too movement and a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, I have a special place in my heart for just, maybe it's because he's dangling at the end, but he's like, madness, as you know, is like gravity. And he all it takes is one all it takes is a push. And he push. pushes himself off. And he pushes himself. He starts laughing, and that's where Batman kind of bounces. That's kind of the last, like, note from the Joker. And it's like, God, what a great fucking character. Like, it's just like, yeah. he's oh, he's so good. And, like, yeah, so really I good. think I think mine is, you either die here or live long enough as a villain. I think that is, like, that is going to go beyond this movie. Like, I think that is, like, a great, like, I hear that in other places, and people always... You you hear that reference in other places, and you all it all ties back because we all know we're, what movie we're talking about. Yeah, that's like that. true. Yeah. Okay. So here's the nitpicks part. I wrote down flaws. Oh wait, can I say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. I know I've been doing this a lot, but you know, like it also brings me to that thing where you know, oh, you ever see like on Twitter or Instagram, whatever they say, like not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. There's a lot of superheroes that don't wear capes. <laughs> no capes. Just like in you know the I mean? yeah, like uh, like there's a lot, like there's more that don't than do. Well, it's uh, <laughs> I can tell you why, but I don't want to bore you with the comics okay. or details. But the long and short of it is, uh, basically, um, you see that a lot more in DC heroes than Marvel heroes, uh, and that's because back in the day when DC comics, especially Batman and Superman, two of the biggest people that wear capes, uh. It's just easier to draw a cape, like as far as like, especially with Batman, you don't have to draw in detail like a figure. You can just draw an outline basically of the cape. Uh, okay, and, and Superman, 
I mean, it just because he's flying and they wanted to show no, how but, he was but flying. The point, the, the, the point is that people say not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of superheroes that don't wear capes. Yeah, because capes are kind of stupid and impractical. Anyway. Okay, so here's some of the flaws that have always bugged me about this film. Okay. Okay. The biggest one right off the top. The third act. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. Two boats trap, whatever. The, I, I was struggling to uh, call what it, what it would be called. A dilemma, a trap, you know, a ploy, or a, 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 a gambit. I don't know. That is one of the dumbest parts of this movie. Like, I'm just like, it's I don't really... Think that part's that dumb. Okay, it's, it's two things that bother me about that. You nobody that fucking... Nobody fucking noticed those oil drones. But I'll forgive that. But the seat, the part that breaks me, and he's like, we should take a vote. And he's like, all right, everybody, pass out all these papers. And if you have pins, I'm like, what? Are, what? Are you kidding? There wouldn't be a vote. These people would be like, no, we're doing this. Fuck you. Like, there would where? What? Like, what? That is the biggest, like, they could cut that little voting part out and just have the dude be like, I'll do it. Fucking I'll do it. It's just the fact that he was trying, like, I feel like Nolan was trying to make a point about civilization and society like voting and democracy i feel like he was trying to sneak in a point there and he just he just botched that i was like oh this was hella yeah, I dumb like the guy acting like he was like this big badass dude was like yeah i'll fucking kill a bunch of people i don't care yeah and then he pushed out okay i mean right or wrong but <laughs> i thought you said you were the, your biggest nitpick which is what we've always talked about is the two faces exposed <laughs> eye <laughs> I kind of let it go because I'm not, like, that's kind of dumb. Where's the visine? Because he's like, he doesn't have an eye socket. He doesn't have eyelids. <laughs> like, how is his eye not falling out? Like, how? How is he staying dry? It's a, it's a movie. I know exactly. That's why I've kind of, I've, I've let it go. Uh, another thing I, I noticed don't like that there's like no law enforcement anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the cops show up occasionally. Like, it's like yeah. It's like, oh, we got this madman. He's a madman. Yeah, he's running. a terrorist. <laughs> like, where is the... And they do it in... I think they do it in Third Night Rise. They bring in, like, the National Guard and all yeah. that kind of shit. But, like, where is all... Like, this is, like, the most dangerous guy, right? Where is all the law enforcement? Yeah, it's like, don't they have, like, professional military, like, handle this kind of shit? <laughs> where? Why is Batman doing all the work? Um, <laughs> no, but another thing I forgot to... I never really noticed, because the movie flows so so fast i think it it has a great pace for the most part but it is two hours two and a half hours long i feel like the china scene i think the best part of it is the fact that it's early in the movie but it kind of drags like i'm like you kind of like most of the movie obviously most of the movie takes place in gotham but then yeah. you go to China and then come back i'm like it seems like like this this like side quest and it's i get why he you have to do it. And I get the larger point they're trying to make. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, that could have. I don't know, man. I just, I was thinking, I was like, man, this movie's two hours, two and a half hours long? Maybe they could have trimmed it down, man. I don't know. I was yeah, like, but doesn't, I think that sets up the phone thing, right? Yeah, it does. It all sets up. Right. So it it has a purpose. And, but it, it, and it was the cool, he has this thing that's going to, the plane's yeah. just going to come back and catch him. And, yeah. Yeah, and it proves the Joker right because the Joker says, uh, "That guy will cut that guy." Will yeah, and he's like, and he's like, Batman bad. has no jurisdiction and stuff like that. So it's like, I get it, 
It's a nitpick, but I was like, ah, two and a half hours long. Jeez Louise, man. This, this is a oh, long you know fucking the, movie. You know what the most rewatchable scene is? Or the what? best scene? What? Is when that fucking ugly Maggie Gyllenhaal blows up. Well, okay, we're getting to that, all right? Calm your tits. Uh, God. One of my... Okay, another thing that always bothers me about, like... So I guess the mayor is Commissioner Gordon's boss, right? Like, he's the head... He's above the commissioner of police, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so Harvey Dent is aware of this Batman-Gordon relationship. So I would imagine that the mayor is aware of this relationship. Why is the mayor cool with this relationship? Like he just is like I don't know if the mayor is is in on it because I, I thought it was all kept pretty quiet. The only reason why Harvey Dent was even got to be aware of it was because Bruce Wayne approved it. Well, he also he tells Gordon he's like he's he asks him about the he asks him about Batman. He's like official stances to arrest the Batman, and he's like, well, what about that floodlight on top of you know Gotham Police Department? He's like, if you have a problem, I don't know with- what you're talking about. Exactly. But it's like, why does everybody seem to be okay with this arrangement? Because he's still t- he's still doing the right things, and he's still taking care of the petty crime up until the Joker. You know, he's taking care of all the crime, and now they're safe. Yeah, and I get it. safer and all that kind of stuff, and it's like, you know. I, I get it because, like, it is part of the comic book. It's part of the larger story. It's like, this is, that's part of Batman. It's like, Commissioner Gordon and Batman are cool with each other, and everybody plays along because it's like he he's works. actually making he's making things better. Okay, so why bitch about that? Okay, the last little nitpick: uh, Coleman Reese, bro, oh, what a, what a bro, come on, man, you you're a little like I don't like to say this, but you're kind of a little bitch. Like, you what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? It's just like he's such a oh god, he like. Yeah, that part is stupid. He's just like, I want $10 million a year, and he's so cocky. And then Morgan Freeman's like, bro, do you know who you're fucking with? Like, this but dude at the will- same time, shouldn't they just pay the $10 million a year? I guess. But then... And I- also, what is, why is he so much smarter than every other accountant there that he's the one who found... You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would seem to me that there were like some glaring uh, abnormalities in the, the yeah. accounting of that place. Yeah, and the fact that he's like... <laughs> You, and the fact that he's the first one to realize, hey, that's Batman's using Wayne that technology. Was just down there in the garage. We have that. We know where that is. <laughs> I, look, I just am like, God, he's so, ugh. And then, so then Bruce Wayne jumps in front of the car and he's like, oh, yeah, okay, we're cool now. Yeah. It's like, oh, you saved me. Well, okay, we're going to go with us. Um,. Okay, and I just had a couple more quirks. Now all of a sudden I don't want $10 million. Yeah, for real. So I had another... These these weren't flaws or nitpicks. These are just little quirks. Uh, One, and I think this is pretty much true of almost every Chris Nolan film that I can recall. There's no blood in this film. Like, when you see people shot, they don't, like... In most Hollywood movies, you see, like, a blood splat go off or something like that. You never see a blood splatter, and maybe that's to keep it PG-13 and not flirt with an R rating, but, like, you never see anyone, like... I'm trying to think, when Batman and, and Joker are fighting in the interrogation room, doesn't Joker have some blood? No, not really. And, uh, what's another thing? Uh, I'm trying to think of the scene that made me think of this, but I was well, like... when he shoots Batman, or when he shoots Batman, he just kind of falls. Yeah. And they don't act, yeah. 
No, there's yeah, there was a scene. Blood. There was a scene in the movie where I was like, I can't I can't remember. But it, there's a scene in the movie where he's like, somebody shoots somebody, and I'm like, oh, there's really no blood or anything like that, huh? Okay. And then I was thinking, I was like, you know, I don't think I've ever seen blood in, like ever, like. Like, even at Dunkirk, like, when I was watching Dunkirk, there's really no, like, you see a movie like Saving Private Ryan, and there's a lot of blood in Saving Private Ryan, but you see, like, like Dunkirk, or, like, Inception. You were able to stay awake through that movie? Yes, Dunkirk is a great film. Shut your fucking mouth. Oh, okay. Anyway, and my last little quirk was, the guy who plays the Russian in this has one of the most over-the-top Russian accents in a movie. I'm pretty sure the guy's British. But I'm like, he's so Russian. It's like I'm going to be the Russianiest Russian that's ever Russian done in film. It's like, dude, you're really selling this accent. I know who you're talking about, but he's barely he's barely even in it, right? But he's like, I want to hear proposition. And it's like, <laughs> and he's like, this is why we bring dogs. And it's like, dude, we And he's like. They won't. He's like the fucking guy from Armageddon. Yeah, it's like they they won't work for a freak like you. It's like, okay, sure, okay. So we just touched on it slightly. Uh, is this Chris Nolan's best film? So I'm not like a Chris Nolan buff, like you might, like you probably are. Yeah. But I know he did. He did all three of the Dark Knight movies. Yep. Or the Batman movies. He did Prestige. He did Inception. He did Inception. He did Interstellar. And he did Dunkirk. And he also did Memento and Insomnia. But I well, don't Insomnia re- was really good from what I remember. Uh, I, I have no interest in that film. Okay, so Dunkirk, boring as fuck. Um, Inception and Interstellar, I'm not smart enough to figure out what was going on in those movies. So I would I would say that, yeah, well, yeah, the, well, the Dark Knight's already one of my favorite movies to begin with. Anyway, so yeah, I would say that that's probably his better movie, his best movie. Um, You're going to say Inception. I would say that Dark Knight probably... When you talk about their best movie, like, are you talking about like their directing ability and the way the movie was shot and everything that goes Well, it's all... He's the overhead... He is the overseer. He is the artist that's in charge of all those little things. So it's like... Right, so then maybe that changes your answer, but as far as like an entertaining good movie want to watch again then it's that movie now was Dunkirk shot better and well I wasn't gonna say Dunkirk fancier shit I don't know I wasn't gonna say Dunkirk I would say I think probably Dark Knight is it's, it's probably his best but I would say that The Prestige and Inception oh I forgot about The Prestige are very good movies like I'm like God, there's a because he's known as Chris Nolan, the Batman guy, pretty much for the most part these and days. I bet that pisses him off. Maybe, but again, Batman gave him the license, which I'm about to talk about, to do pretty much whatever he wants. Like he, he made Warner Brothers like over like billions of dollars, and yeah. he's kept making like all of his movies have been hits. Like none of his movies have taken a loss. He keeps making Warner Brothers money. So, I guess my next question is because of the Dark Knight. And maybe because of all his other films, does Chris Nolan have a lifetime pass for you? Does he just like if you see Chris Nolan movie? No, nobody has a lifetime pass for me because let me tell you what happens. Like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, oh, they were in The Godfather and they were in this and they were in that. Yeah, but 
but since those movies, they made so so between the two of them, they made like five good movies, and oh, then they made like thirty-seven bad, just dumb fucking straight to Netflix movies that are just absolutely horrible. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's a movie right now. I think it might be on like Stars or Hulu or one of with with Al Pacino. It's called The Hangman. Okay, I didn't watch it, but like. It's like it's like with Will Ferrell. Okay, he made Anchorman. Not funny in my opinion. He made Anchorman. Great movie. He doesn't get a pass for the ten shooting movies he's made after that. Eh. I would say Chris Nolan does have a lifetime pass in my book. Like I'm like, but it's different with directors too because they don't make as many movies as actors. Yeah, this is also true. Um, but when I I I don't have a problem with. Interstellar or Inception those are they were good movies I enjoyed watching them I just don't understand you could think Dunkirk was boring like, it was just... boring dude it was boring Look, this old man's on a boat <laughs> the whole time it's boring all I'll say about as far as his lifetime pass when I heard what his next film was when it was gonna be Dunkirk I was like oh that's okay a World War 2 movie for Nolan, I'll see but then I looked at what Dunkirk was I was like wait what how is that going to be good? And by God, he made a good fucking movie. I was like, this movie okay, is so fucking good. You mean you're like, oh, well, well, Christopher Nolan is directing this movie. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. I'm not saying you, okay. you have to like a movie. I'm saying, does he have a lifetime pass that no matter what, like you see a preview for coming this fall or this summer. Christopher Nolan. A Christopher Nolan film. Are you going to go see it no matter what? Yes, probably. Okay. Yes. That's what I mean. Same with Denzel. Denzel and Tom Hanks are the other, are the other two that are kind of like that. Yeah. Like Denzel, I don't know if you watched that Roman J. Esquire. No, I never did. Israel, was it good? Whatever the shit. No, it was awful. <laughs> it was really stupid. I mean, he was really good in it. Yeah. But it was a stupid movie. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna talk about some of the actors now. All right. With with you know who at the last bit. Okay. Okay. Christian Bale. Good Batman. He's a good Batman, but that, everybody's criticism of him is, is right. That that voice is, is stupid. Yeah, that's my neck. That was like I had that a little note underneath it, like the voice dash silly question mark. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. It's not necessary. Yeah, but you think he's a good Batman, and I like I got to hand it oh, to yeah, the yeah. dude because I heard Batman, right? I heard the suit weighed like twenty to thirty pounds. And he makes it work. Like I think he actually sells it. Like I, I can't be. He cannot be comfortable in that suit. And he he's legit. Like I think he's legit, except really for the voice. Okay, so what do you think yeah, about him? I like I like yeah. all the scenes where he's not Batman. Yeah, like, that's I my like next point. When he's in the when he's in the the, the well, no, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Sorry. The pit. In the Dark Knight Rises, when he's in the pit, and then when in the in the Batman Begins, when he's learning from Ra's al Ghul, he's doing all that kind of like. Yeah. You know, before he's Batman type stuff. I like all that stuff. Well, that's, that was my. You answered my next question. Do you think he's a good Bruce Wayne? But he's not really Bruce Wayne in those instances. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's kind of like. Yeah, he's he's like. There's the theory. There's the theory that, like, about the characters, like. He's neither Batman nor Bruce Wayne. He's the real yeah, person. He's hardly ever the, the rich playboy guy the real person it it is is cool when he's like leaving that restaurant yeah (laughs) and they're like swimming and he's like oh yeah well i just bought this restaurant let me go fuck along yeah and he like absconds with the ballerina and like right as rachel and noel harvey dent were gonna go to to see the yeah that was a good move yeah hey fuck you harvey dent look what i got yeah 
I'm the big dick around here. Yeah, but the theory is that like the the real person is in the Batcave. Like that is the real Batman. Like that is the real person. That is Bruce Wayne. Like so, yeah. I I dig him. I, I think he's both. Uh, I would probably say though that yeah, he's pro- he's not my Batman because Kevin Conroy is my Batman from the animated show. But like. I guess live action, yeah. But that's not a real Batman. He, just a oh, voice. whoa, 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 whoa. It's just a voice, dude. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, no. Today ain't the day, fool. We ain't having this conversation. Okay. Today right, is well, not okay. the day. But Kevin Conroy's been playing Batman for 20 years. What? Okay. I don't even know who that is. All I'm saying is it's a difference between being a voice and actually being like a live action actor. But go ahead. Okay, my next question is spec is very speculative. Heath Ledger, greatest film what if of all time? Like, what if he had lived? What do you think he would have done? Like, what do you think they would have done with the sequel? Like, oh yeah, well, I bet the sequel would have been even even better. I'm just like I think about this. This man was like he was really good. He was like reached his peak, and then he died. It's like I think about that. I'm like, but what? Sometimes that's good. Eh? Well, I don't think dying is ever. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, like, like people think Tupac and Biggie are the best rappers of all time, right? Because why? They didn't have 20 years later of shitty records, possibly. Yeah, or like getting into trouble in their own personal lives or something like right. that. So, right. Um, I just... yeah, it's kind of yeah, it sucks because not only I mean he could do that, but then he could also do like I mean I re- I really like the last night. I'm, maybe it's not a good movie to you, but I like that movie. I the, find it entertaining. What the way what? The last night where he's like the uh, the Renaissance. Oh, you mean uh, um uh? That's not the last night. That's uh oh fuck. What is what's that? What's it called? It's uh no exactly the movie you're talking about too. That's the fucked up thing. Shit, I can't remember the name. I thought it was the last night. No, it's uh it's uh god damn. It doesn't matter. It does. You know matter. what I'm talking about? A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale, yeah. Yes. Jesus, last night, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> a Knight's Tale. Like, I really like that movie. I think he's good in that. No, he's, uh... But think about it. It's like... Do you think he wins the Oscar if he lived? He did win the Oscar, I thought. No, what I'm saying, like, if he had lived... Do you think they gave him the Oscar because he died? No, no. I don't know who was up. Who else was up that year. Uh, let's see. Uh... But uh, the answer is no. He, he was... He his performance is still good today. Yeah, like like the guy that the guy that won for Bridge of Spies. Oh yeah, who, Mark Rylance. I know that's the guy in Dunkirk too. But like, fuck, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> that guy's performance is not memorable. <laughs> like, I remember Sylvester Stallone in Creed more than I remember that guy. <laughs> so I, Heath Ledger's performance is memorable. I really liked Mike Mark Rylance in that film. I didn't even really like the film, but I liked him a lot in that. Again, um, how, how could you stay awake through that thing? I mean, it wasn't, it's it's just not like, like this, like... It was dumb. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who was, who was also competing with him in that. Uh, I'm sure you can look it up. I'm looking it up right now. 2008. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. It would have been 2009. No, I'm sorry, 2008. Uh, they had Josh Brolin in Milk. Robert Downey in Tropic Thunder, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt, 
and Michael Shannon in Revolutionary Road. Hot take alert. I if, didn't see any of that stuff. I saw Tropic Thunder. If Heath Ledger hadn't won for Joker, Michael Shannon probably should have won for Revolutionary Road. He was fucking amazing in Revolutionary Road. Dude, Michael Shannon is a really good actor now, huh? Yeah, for real. Okay. That guy's fucking good. I'll tell you another hot take. I don't think they would do that Robert Downey Jr. shit this in Oh, right hell now. no. Oh, no. That, he got it in just under the radar. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like borderline an issue back then. Oh, yeah, it was an issue, but everybody was like, bah, it's fine. It's a joke. Who cares? But the black community was like, uh, what? Hey, what the fuck? Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's talk about Aaron Eckhart. Do you think he gets enough respect for what he did? Like, do you think the character, Two-Face, gets enough respect in this film? Like, I feel like he doesn't... It slept on. I, I think it slept on. Yeah, well, I think everything, everybody gets slept on because of Heath Ledger. Yeah. Everybody just remembers Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. Yeah. And Aaron Eckhart's a good actor. Yeah, he was. And what that, the the fact that they managed to fit a whole other villain from start to finish, like his whole arc in that film, along with, yeah. you know, Batman and, like, Joker, it's brilliant. They had, like, four main characters. They had, like, Batman, Jim Gordon, Joker, and he and, and and Aaron Eckhart. It's like they all fit in one movie. It's like, geez, Louise. Yeah, and it never felt like oh, it, God, tacked on. It never felt tacked on. Yeah. It all felt natural. Yeah. Okay, let's get to it. Maggie Gyllenhaal, weakest of weak links? Question mark. I blame Tom Cruise. <laughs> I blame David Miscavige. <laughs> <laughs> So I did it's, notice though, right? Because he didn't want he didn't want Katie Holmes doing this movie, is, isn't that? Well, okay. So there's multiple rumors floating around, but basically is the fact that like, you know, there was rumors that Tom Hanks didn't want her doing it, and there was also Tom rumors Cruise. that, or yeah, Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. There's rumors that didn't that Tom Cruise didn't want it, and you know, probably you know, because I think they just had a baby. Uh, but there was also rumors that Warner Brothers didn't want to bring her back because right as like when Batman Begins came out in 2005, um, like he had World of the Worlds coming out at the same time and she had that going on and the whole time they had just gotten together. And so there was a lot of press around that. So there were rumors that considering like they were such a big power couple in Hollywood, there was – it was there were rumors that it was a mutual like – Nah, let's not have this happen. Uh, but do you think she would have been better than Maggie? Well, I don't need to ask yeah, you that. Yeah, well, I mean, even if she was... If, here's what I, in my pet peeve is. Especially now, you don't really see it that much. Where if there's going to be three of these movies or whatever, yeah, they keep the cast the same. For the most part. So it's it's just like one of those things like, ah, oh, well, I mean, well, she wasn't even in the first one. The only, know, it's kind of like that. The only thing I could think of is like replacing Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle. That was oh, and I was I watched um on on uh like TNT I think Civil War was on and I was I was watching it and boy they, they should have just went with Don Cheadle from the beginning he's excellent I love Don Cheadle yeah and Terrence Howard's a dick yeah he kind of is uh but you know what I noticed thinking back because I was as I was watching this film last night I was thinking about like all of Chris Nolan's films pretty much all of his female characters in all of his movies. Are kind of weak. Well, I don't even care about the weak. I don't care about all that. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. Look, I, what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is like the prestige. 
you pretty much have a nagging wife in like Scarlett Johansson. Just real quick, Scarlett Johansson is a hussy and who gets passed around between the two dudes basically. Uh, and then you have like Christian Bale's nagging wife. Like Inception, you have old Ariadne, old Ellen Page, kind of being annoying in an expo- exposition machine, and then Marion Cotillard, who is very lovely, as like the dead wife. And like Interstellar, like you have Anne Hathaway and you have Jessica Chastain as his daughter. I guess Jessica Chastain wins by default. And then like as his best female character. And then in Dunkirk, like that you like to deride so much, there's no women in it at all. Like it's like he doesn't do good female at characters, like at all. Yeah, there aren't any women. And most of his women are dead wives. Like, it's really crazy how many times the main character's wives are dead in the in Chris Nolan movies. <laughs> I, never, I, didn't, I never even noticed that. Yeah. It's not that she's weak. That I, don't, I just don't, I don't like the, the inconsistent actress to play the same role. Yeah, I think that's why they were like, well, we're going to kill her anyway, so let's fuck and it, And then right? they picked, well, were they going to kill her? Or did they just do that because they didn't want to I think going I on? think it makes the most look I don't know but if I had to imagine if I had to speculate I think it makes the most narrative sense to kill her because her death sets a lot of different things in motion as far as not only in that movie but also the Dark Knight Rises so I think it was a eventual like I don't know what you do with that character because you need Harvey Dent to turn into Two-Face right so yeah. how do you do that yeah yeah so I think it was inevitable. So I think they figured, well, we don't really need to bring Katie Holmes back because, you know, I mean, fuck it. We're going to kill her anyway. Fuck it, right? So. Yeah. And then she's just so hard to look at. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like, it's just she's so hard to look at. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> you've been like, having that, like you've been having that problem woman. for 10 years, and I still laugh at it every goddamn she's, time. I always say, like, she's the ugliest woman on the planet, and she's not the ugliest woman on the planet. Right, like there are much uglier women, but for her to try to be as attractive, like as Katie Holmes, or you know, like she's she she's not a she's not a, a classically she's not beautiful an ugly person. She's not a you know, classically not like, beautiful person. Right, but she's not also she's like she's not like um, you know, an ugly. I'm trying to think, like who's like an ugly actress? Like Sandra Bernhardt's kind of ugly, you know. Oh, Jesus. But like she's so not she's a Roseanne. She doesn't, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't portray herself as like a Joan Cusack. Yeah, she thinks she's hot, and she isn't. Well, eh, I don't know. We're flirting with some pretty unforgiving territory here, so let's move on to that. Uh, I just wanted to make that larger point about Chris Nolan having like terrible female characters in his movies. Uh, uh, we touched on this a little bit, and uh, we touched on this a little bit at the beginning. You think it's the best? comic book movie of all time yeah I, because I, it's like a real movie it's not all like you said if, if you took out Batman and the Joker you it could it could stand alone it wouldn't doesn't necessarily have to be a comic book movie and I mentioned that I think it's tied because I honestly okay. believe with what Logan oh yeah Logan was like that too huh is I think one of the best films I saw Logan was my favorite film last year yeah, Logan was excellent. So that's so why I think it's tied. And it's kind of the one thing I didn't like about Logan, and I know I'm going to sound like a baby here, but it was a little too much. It was a lot. 
my, there was a little too much blood and like gold. You know what I mean? And I don't, yeah. that stuff doesn't normally offend me, but like at some point when you cut a guy's head off, it's like, jeez, wait. Yeah, man, I uh, I I, got, I came out of it like that. I was like, look, man, I know you have an R rating, so you can have some fun with it. But there were some things I was like, you didn't have to go that far with it. But I understand because that's the character. Because I understand yeah. like that's part of the character. Like, like me and Justin have talked about this in the pod. It's necessary. It it had to. It is part. He he has a violent life, and it's like you gotta. That is part of. Yeah, I forgot about Logan. Logan is really good. I think Logan Logan's and really Dark Knight good. are tied. Like, I loved Infinity War. You know, I loved Infinity War. I loved Civil War. But you're right. Dark Knight is a better film oh. on its own than those films. But I think Logan and the Dark Knight were currently. If we had like you know the AP consensus right now, I think. Dark Knight and Logan would be one and one A, one A, one A and one B and stuff like that. So, hey, I have a question about uh, Infinity War. Oh Lord, here we go. So, this is another thing. Okay. Um, Doctor Strange played out fourteen million scenarios. Yeah, over fourteen. Million. And they came up with one that yes. they won. Yeah. Why didn't they just follow that one? Well, the the theory is that he is following. That's why he gave up the spoiler alert. For in, Infinity War, if anyone hasn't watched oh, okay. it, but the theory is that he is like when he when when he gives the time stone to Thanos, and after you know Tony Stark who's like stabbed, he's like, "Why would you do that?" And he's like, "Tony, it was the only way." So okay. the theory is that like this okay. is the one way. Like this okay, has I to happen you. for that 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 to happen. So okay, okay, okay. What do you think it had an effect on? the genre as far as comic book superhero movies and what do you think it had an effect on the larger film I guess uh, film you know film medium I guess or something like that I think for the comic book stuff I think it I think I mean obviously it's it starts to shift away from that Tobey Maguire type comic book movie yeah um uh, what's the one the Green Lantern type comic book movie into a more yeah adult more where the story has some real substance and it's not just like goofy yeah what do you, you see it now you see it now with i mean like if you watch winter soldier or yeah. if you watch infinity war captain america is much more serious even he's even he's much more serious even from like the first movie yeah he's darker and it's everything i don't know i think it to become more realistic it's more and i know it's a comic book movie but yeah it's pushing people to be like okay we like our comic movies but let's also have some sense of reality and some substance to it yeah yeah right what i would say is that for better or for worse like the dark the batman begins changed yeah uh, a lot of things that's what really changed it wasn't even necessarily the dark knight it was the batman begins well i think that i think what chris nolan has done to the comic what he did to this this genre in particular was uh he gave he gave everyone a blueprint on how to do an origin story, like a very good origin story, and he he gave people a way to do a gritty reboot. Like he really he pretty much coined like the gritty. He pretty much reshow he showed Hollywood how to do a gritty reboot, and you could see that effect throughout like the next ten years. Like you see all these gritty reboots. Without, without and, and I know Logan isn't a reboot. Yeah, but without the Dark Knight or something like that, I don't think Logan. Yeah. Is the is the the theme or the the, the yeah. feel of Logan is very different. Yeah, and but what I think that the Dark Knight did was it 
it basically raised the bar. I mean, needless needless to say, it raised the bar and showed not only comic book fans, but like just film fans in general. Yo, man, there are great stories here, and there is great content here, and you don't have to be a fan. You can be. You can. Mom, I think mom saw this and she liked it. It's like you. Anyone can like these movies. They're they're good. Like you don't have to be like. Yeah, so where does Marvel start to fit in with that? Like, so so the Dark Knight or Batman Begins, and then the Dark Knight. But so like Iron Man was like the first Marvel. Yeah, it actually came out two months before the Dark Knight. The first Iron Man came out in May, and Dark Knight came out in July. It, yeah, and that so, but that was still kind of like a comic book movie. But Iron Man wasn't bad. But what I think, what I think the the difference here is, and I think this is the better or worse of it all, is uh, in my expertise is that. What Marvel decided to do was, we're going to make these films not necessarily make them more accessible. And what they're going to do is, they're not going to necessarily focus on. They're going to focus on one story at a time. Like most, okay, most most superhero movies at this point were like trilogies. We're all about trilogies, one, two, three. Uh-huh. And Marvel was like, well, why do we just do trilogies? Why don't we expand, grow the grow the genre, like make it cross movies and all this stuff like that yeah it's really good but what i think the difference is dark knight did was like they raised the ceiling but they didn't really raise they didn't increase the room size if that makes sense no no well they well they were going to yeah well well that's the worst of it i really think the the downside of what the dark knight did was it convinced dc and warner brothers that the way forward to distinguish themselves distinguish themselves from marvel was we need to make these films dark. And they kind of missed the point of the Nolan films. The Nolan films aren't about being dark. It's They're, not about being dark. It's it's about having weight. It's like it's it's not dark for the sake of dark. It's not style. It's not style. I mean, it is a style, but it's not the style isn't the sake of the style. It's like he tells it he tells it, he, he the Dark Knight is a crime it's a crime film. Like yeah. that it's so crime films are dark what dc kind of did afterwards with you know man of steel which chris nolan also produced with batman vs superman with justice league even though justice league was a course correction was they're like we need serious no one laughs in our movies like there's no humor whatsoever in this universe and everything needs to be heavy everything needs to be serious blah 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 and they kind of took the wrong message from the chris nolan films and so yeah that's kind of the downside of what came of it. Um, there, there was like one Suicide Squad, like oh, all yeah. that stuff is just dumb. Yeah, there was one. There was there's one thing I still find very fascinating about this film, and I think it speaks to the significance of this film in Hollywood in general. So, the Oscars, right that year, Chris Nolan got snubbed for Best Picture and Best Director. Right, because they're still and the same thing with Logan. Yeah, well, well... At least Logan did get nominated for something. But I will say... And Dark Knight got nominated for some technical stuff, and he did obviously win for Best Supporting Actor. But what I find interesting is the backlash to Dark Knight. I think Dark Knight is probably going to be the definitive film of 2008. What is very interesting is there was such a backlash to the snub for Best Picture. Literally the next year the Academy Awards expanded Best Picture from five films to ten films. That is the Which significance is still of the stupid. film. Like, that's still too many. Yeah, and they're like... 
it does yeah it doesn't really increase the chances of like a big hollywood blockbuster winning but it it gives the audience more incentive to watch well maybe they could win but it's not really gonna win but it really is a i think it's unfair that like let me look at those let me look at those uh that year okay so for best picture that year we had slumdog millionaire benjamin button frost nixon milk and the reader oh my god tell me compared to any of those films the dark knight which film are you rewatching first it's obviously the dark knight like i don't even Uh, know how that's a (sighs) i never saw milk Oh, it was 2009, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, it was 2009. It was the 81st. Um, I saw Slumdog Millionaire. Good film. Good film. I don't film. think I ever did see that. I've seen... I've seen... Hey, what about Wally? <laughs> well, I mean, that got nom- that, that's an animated, so that got nominated for Best Animated Film. Uh, and that won Best Animated Film. But uh, I've seen four out of the five in that category that year. I never saw Milk because I really don't give a shit about Sean Penn. Uh, yeah, but I'm, he caught El Chapo. He did, yeah. Apparently, I've seen all those films, and I'm telling you, The Dark Knight was better than all those films. Slumdog Millionaire won, and I would say out of those five films nominated, Slumdog Millionaire is probably the best film in that category. But I'm sorry, Dark Knight was a better film than that. Like it's like, yeah, it's much more entertaining. By the way. The Frost Nixon thing. If you go back and watch the actual interviews, the actual interviews, their acting is not. It's far off. Yeah, it's more based off the play. The guy who plays Nixon is like way off. Franklin Jelly. And you would think it'd be easy to just watch. You have this. It's a simple. I mean, well, it's, you're acting based off of an interview. I'm not worth considering about the other scenes in that movie that. Or not yeah. the interview part. That's fine, whatever. But the actual interview part, you would think would be easy to well. Uh, I, I would replicate. I would. I would say that they weren't basing it off of the interviews. The interview. The, they were basing it off the play they did. Like a, this was based on the play that was obviously a dramatization of those interviews. So they weren't really going back to the interviews. They were going back to the play. Fine line, maybe kind of ambiguous distinction there, but. I think that's where they were coming from. But anyway, what I'm saying okay. is, I think Dark Knight was the definitive film of 2008. Of course. It's just like, and it got snubbed. So I just think that it's, it's I guess in closing, because we got to start wrapping up, we're pushing two hours, and we still haven't done the questionnaire. <laughs> it is, okay. it, you can't, it's hard to overstate its significance. Like it is, in our opinion at least, the definitive film of the genre. And it has a larger impact. Like, it, it is a definitive film. Yeah. And it made right. it made Chris Nolan's career, man. Like, I mean, he was kind of like, oh, Batman Begins, Prestige, oh, good movies. But Dark Knight put him on a well, level. yeah, but, like, Prestige and Memento yeah. were good movies, but it put him over the top. Yeah, because he was just an art... He was, like, an indie film. Like, he would he made good movies, but this put him as... He went from being like the man. He, he went from being, man. "Oh, aren't you the director of Batman Begins, Memento, blah blah blah?" Now he's, "Oh, that's Chris Nolan. Like that is Nolan esque. Like that he, yeah. yeah." So, love the film. Uh, highly rewatchable. Um, yeah. So, cheers to ten years, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's knock these questions out real quick. All right. Go ahead. 
right. <clears throat> What's a skill or craft you want to that you want to learn one day? This might surprise you. I don't know if you. I don't know if you could guess what I would say here, because uh, my wife was surprised when I told her. Uh, let me guess. Uh, okay. Pole dancing. Nah. Oh damn. I would love to learn to play the piano. Really? Yeah. Well, you can buy a keyboard for like a hundred bucks, man. I know, but then what am I going to do with that? You got to find the, the time. The real answer would be to like be really good at golf, but I feel like I'm already. A top one percent golfer in the world. If you factor in the world, I, I would be in the top one percent. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. We're talking about one percent of people on the planet, or one percent yeah. of golfers on the no, planet. No, people on the planet. Okay, I'm all right. One percent right, golfer right. on the planet. Okay, all right. Yes, all right. So, but really, play the piano. Yes. So you were the, you are the like I guess there's seven billion people on here. So you are one of the best of seven million people on this planet. Of course. Right. Okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> Got it. All right. Uh, but yeah, piano, man, that'd be great. I'm saying, yeah, neither one of us know how to play a musical instrument. We never really, no. really got you into had a it. Chance. You got it. Yeah, you did. You got those dumb drums. Yeah, but I kind of got over that real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, mom spent all that money for you not to even do it. Well, you know, okay. she, she she loves me more. I'm her favorite. Um, I know. I know. What's your favorite TV show? Currently on right now or all time? Or either, both. Either or. <sighs> Probably my favorite show of all time is Breaking Bad. Yeah. But I've, I've been, I watched like Homeland is really good. Game of Thrones is, like I, re, I so I watched Game of Thrones, right? Like a normal, like normal people. Yeah. But then I went back and started watching again and that show was fantastic. It flows so like I'd say it's one of the easiestly bingeable shows ever. It all flows so well. Like you're like, God, you can get through like five seasons in like it's, a it's, week. It's 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 incredible. That show is incredible. Yeah. And I for, you know I forgot a bunch of stuff that I could rem- that I remember. I'd like to probably go back and watch um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. That's but um so I'd probably say Breaking Bad. I really like Seinfeld. I really I really like The Office. Yeah. Uh... The Office is hilarious. I rewatched uh, uh, season two and three, probably like the best two seasons of yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 those are the good ones. And I was like, yeah, these are really good, but I can only take so much of Michael Scott. He's aging yeah, so he's bad for me. Yeah, he's too much. Um, Chappelle show is actually. Oh you know, yeah, definitely. Like, so Chappelle show and Science are the only seasons of the like shows I've owned on DVD. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is something you know, a joke, a movie, a video, a meme that makes you laugh every time? So like Joe Dirt, I love watching Joe Dirt. That movie still makes me laugh, and I've seen it a hundred times, but it still makes me laugh. Um, one of our uncles, um, he makes me laugh all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, like what time is it when an elephant sits on your fence? <laughs> time to buy a new fence. Yeah, yeah, but but like there's like a whole backstory to that, and then the answer is eight thirty. <laughs> where he's like trying to teach that guy the joke and the guy <laughs> 830 like that shit makes me laugh every time oh yeah that's a that's uh, a that's I a family know. joke it's an inside joke yeah yeah so like a meme I don't know there's a bunch of good memes out there yeah there's a bunch of good memes the Jordan face has kind of gone away though you notice that yeah it kind of reached a peak and now it's kind of like oh yeah that's that's a thing but that, that shit was just... funny for a time so boy that so shit funny. was funny for a time 
All right. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, it, dude. There's some clever people on the internet. It's it's so good. Like it's, some of it is is hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, who was your first crush? You know, real like person you knew, celebrity, either or. Okay, so celebrity. Yeah. You're gonna. Can you guess who it is? Uh, I think it was. Is it the Pink Power Ranger? Oh no, Kelly Kapowski. No. Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. Of course. Every Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Every boy or girl, for that matter, my age has to say Kelly Kapowski. From Saved by the Bell. From Saved by the Bell. She was dude. She she was so fine. She is, she is, yes, I forgot about Kelly Kapowski. I remember I got you that t-shirt once. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, a real life person, Yeah. I don't remember anybody at Woodland West, but when I got to Christ the King, <laughs> should I say their name? You can say their names, man. If you want me to, I can, you can just leave it alone. You can ask me to bleep it out. It's, it's either or, man. No, it's okay. I, I mean, I don't even know this person anymore. But the first person that we, at Christ the King, in view, I don't know if you remember her, Stephanie Liberta. Was this the? That remember? wasn't the one that tried to go through me to get to you, was it? I don't remember that. I don't, I don't fucking know. remember either. Stephanie Liberta was probably like the first girl that, in real life, that I was like, wow. <laughs> and then we went to summer camp together too. So like that was Stephanie Liberta. I can't remember what her name. I I don't I don't remember. I don't, I really yeah. don't remember. Uh. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, damn! They 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 make different girls here at the private camp." <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your? Uh, I know you're not. I don't really know. Are you big into sweets? What's your favorite dessert? Um, yeah, I like sweets. Uh, but I probably would say something like uh, like an apple pie, a la mode, like you know, like the the crispy apple pie with like um crumbles like, uh, on vanilla top, vanilla ice cream. Yeah. yeah, crumbles on top of vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Boring that ass shit. Good. No, that shit is good. Except, except during Thanksgiving and Christmas when it's pumpkin pie. Oh, Hannah's calling me right now. Tell her, hey, tell her you're recording. Uh, I'm not going to tell her anything. I'll, I'll call her back. All right. We've been trying to talk for the past week. Yeah, I understand. Because she's wanting to talk about having a kid and stuff. Uh, if you could trade places with a famous and or powerful person alive today, who would it be and for how long? So for how long? Yeah, I know, like a day, a week, a month, whatever. Oh, Justin Timberlake for however long I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> the dude can, he's, you know, I don't know, I wouldn't say he's like a great actor, but the dude acts, he can dance, he can sing, his wife is hot, he probably has enough money to go to like the Maldives, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the dude's super talented. Yeah, he is. That's a good one. Mine was uh, mine's still Bob Iger. I really would want to trade places with Bob Iger. The Disney Iger. guy? Yeah, the CEO of Disney. I don't want those problems. Uh, just for like that a week? Like, probably sucks. No, just for a week, man. I just want to see what it's like. Uh, but I wouldn't want to be famous. I would want to be powerful. I wouldn't want to be... I wouldn't want people to see my face. Like, fuck all that. Uh, yeah. Would you rather drive in a NASCAR race or in a monster truck rally? Probably a NASCAR race. Yeah. Just to drive fast. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. Like, like I couldn't imagine, like, going 200-plus miles per hour with, like, three feet in between me and the next car. That's... Yeah. That's That's got to be... Yeah, exhilarating. I don't know if I'd actually want to do it with other cars then. That might be kind of scary. Mm. Okay, last question. I'll let you go. Right. Uh, what's some good advice you wish you would have had in the past or, like, some good advice you would pass on... 
to like younger kids these days? Uh, um, like when I would try to tell one of my cousins who's like fourteen, yeah, something like that. Is don't don't fuck it up. <laughs> like life is already pretty tough. If like you know, pretty much my life and to a certain extent your life is pretty gone pretty smoothly for the most part. Yeah, you've had a little bit more bumps in the road than I have, right? right? But so life is going pretty smoothly, and that's because I don't think you know I didn't like fuck it up. I didn't uh, have like uh, self self sabotaging, self destructive, yeah, 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 you know stuff like that. So um, when you when you sent that question, I was thinking of like what would I tell him, and it's like you know probably take school more seriously, or not even school. You don't need to go to school to be smart and to. Be successful. Things yeah. you wanna, right. You can be smart without sitting through a fucking biology class. Yeah. So, like, that's what I would say. Like, don't fuck it up. Stay on the right track. Do the right things. And if you just don't fuck it up, you'll get to where you want to be eventually. It might be harder. Yeah. But take, take, take school more seriously because as much as I don't like school and think it's kind of uh, pointless, you... You still kind of need to go that route to probably get to where you want to go. It is the most uh, conventional route, right? Yeah, it's harder to, to go a different route from you know from uh, the most part. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like don't like don't don't do heroin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, don't don't do heroin. Considering considering my like, I have a friend. Uh, she was like, so you don't. So you don't drink anymore? I'm like, no. She's like, so what do you do? I was like, I don't, I don't really do anything. She's like, what about weed? You don't smoke weed? I'm like, no, I've never smoked weed a day in my life. And I'm like, she's like, why not? I'm like, because I don't want more vices in my life. I already have enough bad things. Like, I already have enough, like, lazy, like, selfish behavior. Like, I don't need any more vices in my life. Like, we don't, I don't want to fuck all that up. Like, why would I want to bring yeah. something else on board? Like, it's like, nah, it ain't, it ain't worth it, man. But I totally agree. Considering considering who our other who our parent is, uh, and we're not talking about my mother, our mother. But like considering that, like it's pretty remarkable that we kind of uh, escaped that self destructive gene for the most part. So yeah, and I mean, there's other examples in our family too. But it's yeah. just you know, like don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Well, I it's guess it's hard enough. It's hard enough with you <laughs> putting more obstacles in your way. Well, the good news is that eventually, uh, if this pod still exists in the next, you know, like, 15 to 18 years, uh, baby Flores will get to listen, and maybe she'll be like, wow, you're right, Dad. You were right at this entire time. Don't fuck it up. And Uncle John, you sound like a fucking fool. Why are you even in this family? So... Anyway, all right, man, I'm gonna let you go. Oh, I know you, you got... Uncle John, not, my, not our other Uncle John. <laughs> You're Uncle John now, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, thank you again for doing this, man, and give my best to Gab, and say hey to Hannah right, for man. me, man, and I'll, uh, I guess I'll All just right. talk to you later, man. All right, man, bye. Bye. <laughs> that's how we say goodbye. <laughs> We're brothers. <laughs>